I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's uh, one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And may the fourth be with you. And also with you. Thank you, sir. Uh, in, in technology news, uh, as we always talk about here on the show, uh, this is the insurance capital so far. It's the little, little discussion as to whether or not we're going to keep that moniker. But uh, so far, uh, we're the insurance capital. And I'm wondering if you know folks like travelers are a little nervous about this. Tesla um, is going to consider getting into the insurance market. Now, we kind of talked a little bit about artificial intelligence last week, what Tesla is working on. Basically, Tesla is watching where you're going. Right? All the cameras that are on the car, they know how you're driving. They know where you're going, how you're driving. If a, you know, if a guy ran in front of your car or if you ran into a car, they know it. They know how fast you're going, how much you're braking, whatever you're doing. So they're looking to offer insurance directly. And uh, I, I got a feeling that's going to be a huge disruptor because it would make good sense – for many of the manufacturers, when these cameras go in place and you start having this communication, that you wouldn't need insurance from these third parties. You wouldn't need a traveler's. You wouldn't need an insurance agent. You're just going to buy the car, and it's going to come with its own insurance. So hold on to your hats, insurance guys. You're going to be looking at being disrupted, it seems. Um, Tesla's not making any friends here in Connecticut as it is because they want to sell their cars directly and not have a dealership. I don't agree with that. Uh, you need some place to get your Tesla fixed. Tesla has plenty of problems with their with their quality of their product, and there's things that break, and uh, they're having issues with getting them repaired. Having a dealer network would make sense, but insurance I can see. So there's a neat article that I'll put out here for you that you can take a look at that talks about the pros and cons of Tesla getting involved in insurance, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Considering again, Connecticut's the insurance capital for now. Well, you won't have to worry about it very long. Well, because it's going to be self-driving, right? Well, yeah, you're going to rent the car. You're going to you're going to be yeah, ordering them up. They're going to ban all the gas and diesel cars, like they are doing in Amsterdam right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From 2030, they're going to ban all the gas and diesel cars and motorcycles in uh, in, in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Hmm. <coughs> oh, you're working out a bit of a cold air, how about? Yeah. So that's not good out there in Amsterdam. And what about the the cruise ships? I know that Holland America uh, isn't that out of Amsterdam. No, they're not going to be on the roads. I gotcha. <laughs> Just when they're parked. That that's and spewing all sorts of uh, diesel exhaust. We'll see how that goes with banning cruise ships. <laughs> in other news, um, as Bob deals with this cold, uh, out in uh, Microsoft World, we just found eighty million U.S. households, their names, their information, their income levels, and marital marital statuses were left out on a Microsoft cloud. Now, we've heard about this over and over and over again. We've talked about it with the Amazon Cloud. 
I've talked about it with um, numerous cloud providers that these these cloud hosts really need to do a better job of securing our data. And of course, the, what the, what's happening is somebody's leaving the barn door open, right? They have these third-party IT companies or even the, the companies themselves with their own internal IT are spinning up servers and sticking our data out there without any kind of security, effectively leaving the barn door wide open. And it's happening on Amazon, Microsoft, and what have you. Now, these clouds will tell you they're not responsible for the data. And I guess, you know, if you think about it, that means that if, you know, the CEO of Microsoft was walking around the office hallways and his barn door was open, he wouldn't expect anybody there to say, hey, your barn door's open. Right? Because it's not their responsibility. But when it's, your, when it's 80 million people's information, nobody at Microsoft is hiring security researchers to look at whether or not their customers are spinning up servers incorrectly, leaving our data wide open, leaving the cloud barn door wide open. It's got to stop, and there needs to be some laws here because it's getting ridiculous. Um, We'll find out who the company was uh, who left the barn door open, I'm sure, eventually. Right now, we only know that Microsoft is working with the company to secure the data so that it's not out there for everyone to see. But... Come on, guys. I mean, if 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 you look, think about it with a storage company, right? Where you've got these storage garages, right? And people are putting their valuables in the storage garage. And if you happen to inadvertently not lock it or walk away, and you you thought you locked it but you didn't, I would contend the storage company would walk by if the guy was there. He would lock it for you, just out of courtesy, protect the barn door for you. And uh, Microsoft, for some reason, doesn't feel responsible. Doesn't feel they have to do that, and it needs to change. Because we're working, spending a lot of time and energy protecting our data, and then companies that offer these cloud solutions are doing a horrible job of it, even instructing their customers to stop leaving the barn door open. So I'll put a link up here for you. You can, if you're over 40, which is the demographic of our station here, 80 million of you may have your data sitting out there on that Microsoft cloud for all to see. All right, how you doing there, Bob? Well, I'm I'm surviving here. <laughs> All right. In other news, I'll, I'll make it easy so Bob doesn't have to talk too too much. Tesla is looking to regain the solar energy dominance by cutting prices. So, you might have wondered what happened to Solar City. Basically, Tesla bought them because Solar City was kind of tanking. Um, so Elon saved his cousins and sucked Solar City into Tesla. Some would say to the detriment of Tesla. And I read a recent article uh, out of Buffalo. They've got a giga factory out there, some sort of solar manufacturing factory out there that promised all sorts of jobs that have not been delivered, whose production has really been very low lately as far as putting on solar uh, rooftop, rooftop panels. And they, Tesla announced on Tuesday that it's going to start selling panels and related equipment for 38% less than the national average. Now, that's great news, right? Finally, now, once the, once the subsidy goes away, there's like a 30% subsidy, I think, you can have on your taxes if you also do this. So clearly, there's already the panels are already 30% higher than they should be. Uh, if you get rid of that subsidy and you have competition, your solar panel could go up for, like, I don't know, $20. It's going to be cheap. <laughs> it's going to be a really cheap product eventually. And then all of a sudden, it'll make sense. Um, so I'll put a link up here for you. You can read the story that you know if you're thinking about putting panels on your roof, Tesla's going to push that price down 38%. So I'm sure the, the folks in the area here are not happy to hear that. Um, those of us consumers are. 
right? So eventually, so that'll come through Solar City. That's through, well, Solar City is part of Tesla now, um, so that that'll be the case. We'll see what happens. But again, competition, beautiful thing. Let's see what happens as they cut the prices, and uh, more of you decide to put panels on your roof. Again, get rid of that subsidy; it'll go down thirty more percent by default. <laughs> Just as you saw Tesla's cars when that that subsidy went away, they started reducing the prices of their cars. Um, so it's the more it's subsidized, the higher the price. You remove the subsidy, the lower the price. And one other thing I want to talk about here on the station, this is Intercom News. Uh, Intercom owns WTIC, and uh, they are now working with Waze, my favorite navigational system, to get you from point A to point B, uh, with a multi-platform partnership. So Amazon and uh, – I'm sorry, Waze and Intercom are going to give you the ability to listen to radio.com through a stream right there while you're having your Waze app going. If you're if you're running Waze, you'll see there's a little little music button there that you can link other streaming services to, like Pandora, like whatever you might be using. You're going to be able to do radio.com. So it's a great product. If you've if you looked at Waze, if you haven't used Waze and you want to get from point A to point B much quicker, much more intelligently, trust me, it's amazing. Um, it's it's it solves so many issues of getting from point A to point B. I am a, a GPS zombie now. I don't know north from south anymore. However, I can get there very efficiently by having ways in place. And uh, with this partnership with Intercom, you'll be able to listen to Computer Talk on a podcast or through the radio, through the app connected to it. So I'm kind of excited about that. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get to your story. We have three lines open for you. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, we'll get right to your calls after this quick break. We'll be right back. working men and women here in Connecticut. I think Tax Freedom Day hasn't even come yet, right? Well, that Tax Freedom Day is going to be September before <laughs> we know it. So, yeah, I don't think we've had... Basically, if you don't know what Tax Freedom Day is, is it's basically every day you work from January 1 to pay all your taxes before you get to keep a little bit. I think it's near the end of April at this point. So we might just be now, like just in a, a couple last few days, we're working for ourselves. So that we can do things like put our kids through college, pay for our food, I don't know, maybe save a little bit for retirement. You're just now, <laughs> just now as a working man and woman, <laughs> just past that area. Let's go on to uh, your calls. Three lines open, guys. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Would you buy insurance from your auto manufacturer versus your insurance agent? Yeah. April 25th. Ooh. Tax Freedom Day. Wow, that seems to have dropped a bit. Maybe those tax cuts did do things. Let's go to Stephen Winstead first. Hey, Steve. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Bob. Morning. Good morning. Uh, I was going to ask real quick before my main topic. Did you happen to hear about Facebook wanting to get into fake currency? They're asking uh, Visa and MasterCard for a billion dollars to develop cryptocurrency. 
I think I have heard that, and uh, I wouldn't recommend getting your money from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the main reason I was calling was a couple of years ago, you had a news tech article that was talking about alien and how it could wipe out a human being in something like six seconds. Alien? And I said, yeah. Alien. Wipe out a human being. Alien the movie? Yeah. All right. I don't remember, but go ahead. I believe okay. you. Well, I called you back like a week later and I said, you know, there's worse things than that. Ah. And we went over some of the things and <laughs> I was going to do an add on to that. Okay. I don't remember I think, the story, but go ahead. Well, apparently I, they're redoing a franchise involving a 400-foot nuclear fire-breathing monster ah, called Godzilla. Godzilla, yes. I remember yeah. those classics. I used to love those when I was a kid. They were barely, they were barely in color. They're redoing the one where um, they go against Ghidra and Mothra and all the monsters ah, all at the same time. The classics. It is. But I was thinking, you know, Alien would probably see... Just the growl from Godzilla would cause that thing to do a 180, just like that little robot did in uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars when it runs into <laughs> Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Or just the foot stomp, you know, or the fire-breathing breath from the nuclear stuff, which you pro- alien... You're probably right. Maybe the alien would pack back up and hit, hit, the, uh, hit the road. Hey, that's, you know, I was just calling to have some fun with you. All right, Steve. Uh, our pleasure to have fun with you, too, sir. Yeah, Bob, I hope you're feeling better. Yeah, I will. All right. Take okay. it easy, Steve. Bye-bye. He's going to muddle through today. Let's go on to Paul in Litchfield. What's going on, Paul? Good morning. Good morning. Um, before I get to my main thing about backing up my heart life, yeah. um, Tax Freedom Day in the state of Connecticut yeah. is May 21st this year. You're a little early. May 21st. That's what I... Okay, so we're still working for everybody still but ourselves. For the man. Yeah. You got it. Um, okay. I have a I have a one terabyte external drive, and I want to back up my uh, my hard drive to it. Yeah. But everything I've tried, you know, it's Windows 10 operating system, and it, it, it doesn't... I want literally the... Uh, uh, I guess a snapshot would be a good an image. I want I want the whole thing on there. Whatever is on my current, you know, computer, I want it moved off onto this um, drive, off, off to the external drive. Yeah. And then as I update it, you know, once a month, whatever I decide to do it, then mm-hmm. it'll then just say, okay, you've used this, this, and that, and that gets updated. Um, how do I do that? I mean, because I've, I've tried different things on, on the web using Windows 10, da, da, da. Yeah. it takes like five minutes. I'm like, no, that doesn't seem right to me. No, it's not right. It would take five minutes to back everything up. We recommend, which is what I use, It's the by Isus, it's the to-do backup. I think we uh, posted it a few weeks ago on computertalkwithtab.com. Um, it does a good job of configuring your backups for full backups and then incrementals. Um, don't just use one hard drive, though, Paul. Use a, a couple um, in rotation because if you only only have one shot at your data, that one piece of media, Murphy will. If I've been doing this for thirty years, Murphy is an optimist. I keep forgetting. Yeah, Murphy will strike, and all of a sudden you're going to be like, "All right, I'm going to go to my backup. I did a backup, and they'll find out that the, that backup target was corrupted or damaged. Yeah. Having one shot at your data is really not a good backup at all. Okay, and it's put out by ASUS. ASUS. Isus, um, E-S-U-S. It's a, it's a Chinese company. E-A-S-U-S, sorry, yes. And we have a link up there. It's called their To-Do Backup. It works really well. It's what I run. 
Um, you could also get image-based systems uh, by Acronis if you want to do an image-based backup. You really worry about your data. You don't really care about the operating system. Right. You know, data is the key for your, you know, your future. Let, you know, an image is nice, but it, let's say your computer is seven, five, six years old, right? And you have an image-based backup of your system based on five or six-year-old hardware. You're not going to plop that on new hardware. Okay. Right? So you have this beautiful image. You're not going to plop it on new hardware. You're going to be like, okay, I'll reload the operating system and just restore my data. So images are great if, you're, if, you, plan, if you have multiple systems that are similar and you need to mm-hmm. restore the data to those systems. Um, in your case, you just got the one, right? That's the one. That's it. Just me and my little laptop. <laughs> right. So focus on the data. And uh, I okay. think that backup software will work. It's not expensive. I want to say it's like 30 bucks, 50 bucks. Don't hold me to it, but it's not expensive. Gotcha. Okay, thank you very much. Have a good day. All right, Paul, good luck. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Um, So, yeah, backup's important. Um, Be sure you're doing some form of backup now that you've heard it here on the radio. Murphy will strike. He's listening, too. And, uh, you know, hard drives crash. Uh, Laptops are stolen. And uh, if you're not protecting them with a backup, it's really on you. Let's go to Jane in Manchester next. Hey, Jane. Hi. What's Um, up? I did a restart on my laptop last night, and I am getting an error message that says automatic repair couldn't repair. That's not good. No, and it tries to do an advanced, and it says no, and then it asks me, do you want to shut down? Oh, no. So you only have the option of just shutting down? Yes. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, that's not good. What operating system do you have? Windows 10. Oh, boy. All right. Do you have a backup? No, because I don't really... I mainly use it for um, Internet. Mm-hmm. So there's really nothing on it that is a big deal. Oh, so you just use it to surf the Internet? Yes. Okay. Well... It might not be a bad thing here. It might be that we can just turn off the automatic repair and have your machine reboot. So I do have a link here that I'm going to put up. Can you hold on? I can give you some quick instructions after the break. Sure. All right. So we're going to hold on to Jane, and we have uh, three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We're here till 11 o'clock. And... What do you think about buying your car insurance from your car manufacturer rather than travelers and your insurance agent? Does that seem like a good idea? I bet you'd save a lot of money. I mean, you hear about 15% by going direct. Wouldn't it be a whole lot more by buying it from the manufacturer? I mean, heck, insurance might might be 50% less expensive when you lose all those middle folks. So feel free to get online. Let Let us know what you think about that. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here till 11 o'clock. We have two lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we double-checked that date the caller said about May being Tax Freedom Day, May 21st. He's wrong. Um, According to the Tax Freedom folks, Tax Freedom Foundation, here in Connecticut, we're the 46th state, and we're near the bottom, as usual, and uh, April 25th is when our tax freedom is. So we are finally have been working for about a week or so for ourselves to put money away for our retirement and pay for our kids' educations and put food on the table. 
you know, maybe have some fun. Fund my move out of state fund. <laughs> fund your move out of state fund. But let's get back to uh, calls here. We're going to go back to it's Jane in Manchester. You still there, Jane? Yes. All right. So, all right. There is some things you can try uh, to fix this issue. You're going to reboot your machine numerous times, and eventually, it's going to come up and give you the uh, a Windows Boot menu option. And you're going to go in and choose Troubleshoot and Advanced Options when that occurs. And we're going to put a link up here for you on these instructions. You're going to select a command prompt. And then, of course, from there, you're going to run some commands. You're going to run uh, bootrec.exe forward slash rebuild um, bcd. And there's a couple other commands you're going to run as well to see if that solves it. Uh, you can run check disk to see if that solves it. You have a disk issue, and um, it could be an indication that your your uh, computer is failing too. How old's the machine? Um, a couple years old. That's too bad. Yeah, shouldn't be failing this early. It's worth repairing if it's only a couple years old. So if these things don't work and your boot and your system still refuses to boot, um, you may uh, have to go out and invest in a new hard drive, which is not very expensive. And you might need some help putting it in by a third party or a 15-year-old kid if you know one. When, when I try to do the advanced options, it just says no. And it tells me I have the only option of shut it down. I'm like, oh. Well, you should be able to keep rebooting it. Eventually, you should see the boot options menu should appear. Um, okay. You're not seeing a Windows 10. You have to keep rebooting it. And uh, it might take a bunch of restarts. For that to happen, um, you can try pressing F8, right? F8 still works getting into safe mode, Windows 10. So try getting into safe mode that way. And uh, again, you want to get to the command, a command prompt and try to run some of these uh, recommendations that we'll put out there for you to read at computertalkwithtab.com. And, uh, the F8 option, is that like when it starts doing it? thing that says I can't fix you. No, you're going to do it before it even comes up. So you're going to reboot, you're going to reboot your machine and you're going to start hitting F8, tapping the F8 key. And you should get a safe mode menu and you're going to try to get to the command prompt from within that menu and run some of these suggestions that are on the link we posted for you to see if that works for you. But it sounds like your hard drive's failing, unfortunately. So like you said, you have no backup, but you don't have any data you're worried about. Right? No. So that's no. okay. So you just need to, if this doesn't work, the solutions that we put there for you don't work, you're going to have to go and buy a new hard drive, install that in your computer, and then load your operating system. That should already be something you own um, by either re-loading uh, it from CD if it came with it or uh, going online and downloading it and putting the key in. That should be a part of what they gave you when they sold you the machine. Okay. And uh, so a few steps there, which kind of stinks. But it's only a couple years old. You should definitely get it repaired. It's worth repairing. Okay. All right, Jane. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, sorry you're having this problem. Yeah, keeps life interesting. Oh, we hmm. need. Yeah, I'm not sure we need that much interest these days, do you? <laughs> not that much, but boy, you kept me on my toes last night. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Well, keep rebooting and see if you can get to that menu or get into safe mode. Okay, thank you. You got it, Jane. Bye. Bye bye. Um, all right, let's go on to Joe in Southington, my old my hometown. Hey, Joe, what's going on there in Southington? <laughs> Joe, you there? Joe. Yeah, we'll put Joe back on hold here. I know he's there. He must be there. 
Can't really hear him breathing. Let's go to Tom in Arlington. That'd be just weird. Hey, Tom, what can I do for you? Hi. Um, how are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Okay. I hope Bob gets better soon. Yeah, he's hey. fighting some coughs. Yeah. I've got, I've got something that surfaced a couple of weeks ago, and I'm kind of curious what it's about. Like, when I go to um, radio.com to listen to WTIC online, mm-hmm. this is not a PC, in the address bar... Um, among all the various icons that are being displayed, there's a pink one that kind of looks like a battery with a slash through it. And when I hover over it, it says Manage Plugins, and it says, Do you want to allow an outdated version of Adobe Flash to run on the site? An outdated version can affect browser performance and security. And right. I have an option of allow or don't allow. Should I ignore this? Should I do something? You can ignore it. Um, basically... Your plugins are the things on your browser, um, and and whatever there's a there's either a, an ad or something that's trying to use old Adobe Flash to display something to you, and your browser saying, "Hey, you know, Tom, if you want to, you could make this thing work, but it's outdated and risky. Do you want to do it?" So it's kind of giving you the ability to make that decision yourself. Um, if you don't care, if 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 listening is working fine and you know, uh, nothing else is not working. Everything's working perfectly. I would just ignore it. I wouldn't. I would not run the Adobe Flash to get whatever ad is trying to be sent to you because they need to update that ad in that ad network. So to not continue to see this, could I click on "Remember This Decision" and then click on "Don't Allow"? I think you can. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yes. It seems to me, you know, I can make it go away by saying "Remember This Decision" and then click on "Don't Allow." Yeah. That'd be fine because you're you're able to hear us perfectly. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not good. It's not good. Adobe Flash has got all sorts of security holes. That's what um, I thought. Yeah, you don't want to run Flash if you can avoid it. So when I go into my plugins, out of curiosity, I don't see you know anything relative to what we were just talking about, but I do see something that says Shockwave Flash is known to be vulnerable and should be updated. That's Adobe Flash. <laughs> That's it. Oh. Oh, you, and you can update it. You can update it, but it's still not uh, a good idea. But feel free to update it. It's, if you're going to have it as a plug-in, which you seem to have, if there's an option to update it, do it. You know, I went into the various uh, options uh, from tools. Yeah. The, um, you know, and it seems to me I told it to never use Shockwave or to only ask me before using Shockwave. So mm-hmm. I don't think I'm really using Shockwave or then remove Shockwave it. Flash. Then remove it from your um, plugins. Yeah, I don't know how I can remove it. Remove Well, you're using uh, Firefox, right? Yep. We can put a link as to how to remove plugins for you. Um, I want to say it's like some sort of silly right-click and you go into settings, um, but I don't, I don't know the process off the top of my head. Uh, but I'm sure I can find the instructions for you and post it for you so you can uh, manage your plugins. That's what you want to do is manage them. You want to remove plugins you don't need and add plugins you want. They're features. Mm-hmm. It's like adding uh, chrome rims. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that. Well, so. again, I, I thought I told um, Firefox in the options, um, one of those option settings, to just... to. For me to manually tell it it's okay to use Shockwave. Well, it sounds like that's exactly what's happening. That sounds exactly like what's happening, Tom. Yeah, so I'm not really using it then unless I tell it it's okay to go ahead. That's true. Yeah, okay. You're exactly right. right. Yeah, if you 
if you put the link out there, I'll take a look at it, and uh, maybe I'll just uninstall it. Yeah, well, I have it on there if you're not going to use it anyways. Well, I don't think I can uninstall it. I think this is a setting. Am I correct? No, it's a plug-in add-on. You can remove it. Yeah, but can I do an, an uninstall program? You, it's not an uninstall program. You're going you're gonna to manage the settings within okay. the uh, Firefox. Now, we're going to put a link up here for Chrome as well, but we want to find one for Firefox for you too. So folks using Chrome have extensions, same idea. Um, and there's also an explicit uninstall program we can link for you as well. There is one you can actually run that will actually uninstall the Shockwave, shockwave Flash. Mm-hmm. So you can kill it in two ways, but the plugins are manageable. Okay. All right. We'll put it out there for you, Tom. But they are they are risky. I would not run them if you if I were you. I'd avoid using them. Well, yeah, I, I don't because I remember you saying that you know these are dangerous. So, yep. like I said, I thought I had them uh, kind of contained in a box where they couldn't get out unless I opened the box. Yep, sounds like you did that exactly right. Okay, thanks for your help. You got it, Tom. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye bye. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. We got uh, one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. John, Joe, and Danny, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. You guys all woke up this morning. We got four lines all jammed up. And I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Otherwise, Bob and I would be talking about our kids. And that's not good radio. Let's go on to your calls. Joe in Southington. Hey, Joe, you there this time? Yes, I am. Um, I apologize for that. No problem. Good morning. No problem. Good morning. What's up? Hey, I uh, just um, was wondering if you guys could uh, kind of lead me in a direction. I'm, I'm looking uh, at like a trading bot software. A trading um, bot software to do financial trades? Yes. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> and so I was wondering if you guys could, because uh, there's so, you know, you know how it is that there are companies that, uh, or there's forums and, and threads, and, and so, but there's always, it just seems like uh, during my research, there's always, uh, they're, they're being paid yeah. to promote. And so I was just wondering if maybe you guys had come across a, a viable source where to look or hmm. kind of could lead me in that direction uh, of well, uh, a, a good source where to start. It's not our expertise. I mean, my trading bot okay. software is called an index fund. Okay. <laughs> so you can just set it and forget it and automatically your index, you just you don't have to worry about beating the index. You are the yeah. index. But that's just me. Right. Um, if, you, if there is a software out there that will allow you to do automatic trading, I would have to defer you to some of those big companies like E-Trade, right? And uh, there's a couple of them out there, Schwab. Probably, if you probably contact those companies and see yeah. if they offer... I mean, you want to go with a respected firm, right? right? If you're going to do something like this, which seems like it's more speculative, like you've got money to burn out there, Joe. I'm jealous. Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's definitely not like that. Just just trying to build up uh, equity. It's not fast, but uh, you know, it's just a small start. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm currently doing uh, foreign exchange, forex, hmm. um, which is um, you know, but it, with anything, it, there's it's volatile. With anything, you just got to be disciplined and be smart. Um, right. But I, I just want to be able to. Um, you can always minimize your 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 losses. You're you're always going to lose, but you can minimize them um, by yeah. being smart. So, okay. Well, yeah, I um, wish I could give you more information about it, but it's not our forte, and it's not something I would 
personally mess with. So uh, I would guess okay. I would I would recommend you talk to people like you know E Trade Schwab or or wherever or financial planners that you trust that are fiduciarily interested in your best interest. Um, maybe even check Clark Howard out. Um, he's a great resource. He's on the station here. Um, yeah, nerd, nerd wallet. Those guys seem to be looking for things in our best interest. Maybe even the Motley Fool. Um, oh, okay. Those guys might offer you tools or cautions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, okay. Sounds good. And we'll put a, the time. Yeah, you're welcome. Our pleasure. And good luck, yeah. Joe. Let us know how it goes. Thank I'd love you. to hear. How old are you? Uh, 38. 38. Okay. So you're yeah. still young. All right. Yeah. Good, good luck. Let us know if, if it works. All right. Thank you so yeah, much. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, unfortunately, not something uh, – probably fortunately we don't mess with that kind of stuff. I know Bob did find something, but I'd recommend checking with you know, a, a financial planner, a fiduciary financial planner, one that's actually required to look out for your best interest. Um, let's go on to John in Glastonbury next. Hey, John. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Uh, I really uh, value your advice. I'm about to make a move. I listen to your show all the time, and people cutting cable and going to a local antenna. Yes, sir. And yeah, and I'm at I'm I'm right there now. I had a one year agreement with Frontier that expired. For prior to that, all I wanted them to do is continue my agreement at the price they were giving me. They're giving me a you know cut rate price. I was paying eighty dollars a month for the uh, internet and the cable TV, just basic. I don't have any children. I'm retired. I'm single. I can get into the internet. Local stations are fine. If I could get a little bit of the uh, business channels on uh, Fox and CNBC, that's a bonus, but, you know, it's not necessary. So what I'm asking you now is I have a good friend who's an electrician. He's going to get back to me this week. But as far as cutting the um, television cable and just going to, like, and antenna local stations. I'd like you to, you know, from A to Z, what you would recommend I do on the TV. And then to keep my internet, uh, you know, on my own, um, I've been to talks about that, but wouldn't that be something else you could give me some advice on, you know, doing it on my own with your advice, you know, your recommendation. So what do you... What do you mean then, John? So when you say you want to, you got the antenna. I can understand that, but do you, you're going to need some internet connectivity, correct? You're not going to be out in the cold without internet, correct? That's right. I just want to keep my internet going, and all I do is get on the internet for basic things like eBay and just general information. I don't have Wi-Fi. I don't. I'm not into all that other stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Now I'm just basic. Yeah, yeah. So you're paying eighty bucks now for Frontier with TV. What's the? What are they selling you? How much bandwidth? Um, I talked to them about that, and I have the minimum. Which There's is? No, I think they said it was 25 or something. All right, 25 megabits. That's probably plenty for you. Now, they're going to increase your cost from $83 or whatever you're paying to what? It's gonna, with taxes and everything, it's going to be close to 120 a month. Wow. So I agree with you. Too expensive. Um, and, you know, I, wanted to, I told them, keep me as a customer. Just keep it going because I've had this rate for three years now. I've been on the brink three years, and at the last minute, they always say, okay, we'll do it. But this time, they didn't call me back, so I guess they don't care if I leave them. Right. So you may have to call their bluff. So can you be without internet for a little while? Sounds like you can. Um, Because here's what I would do, Yeah. if you can. I would cancel it with them once you get your buddy to put the antenna up for you um, on your system. And now you're going to get your your channels, and you're going to say you're going to be able to say with just great – comfort and uh, ease to cancel your cable with Frontier. 
and they're going to say, I'm sorry to see you go, John. And then wait 30 days um, and then call them when they offer, when you get something in the mail that says, hey, we got a great offer for new customers. And uh, you only want internet. And 25 megabits for you is probably plenty. And oh, yeah. so you probably will get your 25 megabits from them for the 50 buck range. Way too expensive still, but it is what it is. And uh, that's the approach I'd take. Um, otherwise, you're still going to have to pay for internet from them. And if, if you're paying 80, 90 bucks for 25 megabits, you're paying way too much if you just cancel the TV portion of that with them. Well, it would have to be both because it's a package. If I cancel the TV, I'm also canceling the internet with them. No, you can cancel one or the other. That I can, oh. that I can promise you. You can tell them, oh. hey, I'm can't. That's what cutting the cable is, believe it or not. I know it sounds like a misnomer, but you're when you're cutting the cable, you're canceling the broadcast cable TV cable and keeping internet. And you only for most households of five people, fifty megabits is plenty, and it's just you. Twenty five is plenty. So you can tell them, look, I'm thinking about canceling. Can you give me a deal for 50 bucks for 25 megabits for just internet? And then get your buddy to put the uh, antenna in, and you're done. And then if you want, you can add Hulu or something like yep. that. And, and the, the sidebar to this, there's like a module that I think I'm paying. Within that $80, I'm paying so many dollars a month for like a rental yeah. Would my buddy have to remove the module and buy another module? Yeah, you can go buy a cable modem um, or a frontier modem. A DSL modem is what you have from Staples. It'll cost you forty or fifty bucks, and one time you'll never rent it again. And you can plug that in, get your twenty-five megabit speeds, and you should re- that should get you down to that fifty buck range. I have no idea what they're going to offer you, but you can cancel one. Portion. That's the whole idea of canceling cable. I had a $218 cable bill. My wife and I were just sick of it. I canceled the TV portion of it, and uh, now my ca- and now my cable bill is 80 bucks. It's still too expensive for my 50 megabits, um, but you still need internet, right? So once we yeah. have comp- competition coming in, eventually companies like GoNetSpeed, which is offering 150 megabits, much more than you need, for 50 bucks. I see. Well, you really cleared up the difference between cutting the cable and the internet will still remain. You see, because it was a package, I thought it was everything or nothing. So if I just get my buddy to put in that modem and the antenna and just get the TV, but the internet will continue, then I can here and say, I don't need the TV anymore. Exactly. And leave the internet alone. And Maybe your your bill should go down. Oh, yes, yes. I'm afraid they may get mad and who cares? Eighty just for the internet. They're going to get mad. I told you the story. When I tried to cancel my cable, the woman was blaming Trump for the cost of my my uh, taxes. Believe it or not. Wow, <laughs> it's the weirdest call I've ever had. Um, so they will get mad. It's not your fault. No, they're the ones charging too much for internet. Yeah. And finally, their time has come. Yeah. Their cheese so, is getting moved. So taking their modem out, putting the antenna on. And I just get the local and keep the internet going. And then I call them up and tell them what I've done. And <laughs> yep. Well, don't tell them everything you've done. Just tell them you want to cancel the uh, TV. All right, John, I got to go. Thank you. You got it, sir. Good luck. Yeah, don't get, don't tell them everything. It's not a confessional. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Bill, hang on. Danny, two lines open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.